Hello and welcome to the Dear Future Self podcast with your host, Zoe Longford-Brown. This is the podcast where you get clarity on what you need to do to reach your health and fitness goals without diet culture. It's been almost five years since I founded my coaching business, Zoe Rose Fitness, which specializes in helping women to find their love of exercise and feel the happiest and healthiest they've ever felt. Our mission is to help as many women as we can and provide you with weekly episodes designed to educate, motivate, and inspire you to improve your health and well-being. I know through personal experience that this isn't always a straightforward journey, which is why I believe the work comes from looking after your future self. So without further ado, let's get into this week's episode of Dear Future Self. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Dear Future Self podcast. So for this episode, I'm going to be talking about something that I probably get asked the most about, and that is motivation. So if you are one that's always worried about motivation, maybe you feel you lose motivation often, and it's something that's a constant battle, then this is definitely the episode for you to listen to. So what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be firstly talking about the truth behind motivation and then go into three ways you can re-motivate yourself if you are struggling. So hopefully this should be a very practical episode for you to listen to if motivation is something that you struggle with. So why did I choose this as a topic is probably because when I ask people, what do you struggle with when it comes to reaching your health and fitness goals? The probably I'd say about 80% of the time, people will tell me it's motivation, whether it's motivation to eat better, move more, do the exercise. It's something that we all seem to be struggling with, myself included. This is something that I struggled with for years. And I genuinely just believed that I didn't have the discipline. It just wasn't for me. I just wasn't disciplined enough. And I didn't understand these people who I would look at them, these women at the gym who were fabulous, who were there, who were smashing it no matter what. They would turn up even if they had a cold or were tired or were busy. They'd always just be there. And I was like, how on earth can you do it? You're just so motivated. And that just isn't me that just isn't me. And it can be very easy to get into the yo-yo mentality of it when right on Monday or next month, next Monday, next week, I'm going to be so motivated. I'm going to do everything no matter what, that's what's going to happen. And I'll just let this week be, this will be my last week where I can just let things slide. And then next week I'll do it. And what tends to happen, and let me know if this has been yourself, I know it's been me many a time, where We have that mentality. And then what happens is you are always in it. You're either on or off and it's always next week, next month, next year. There's always something and we can't seem to break that cycle. This is why I wanted to talk about this topic as firstly, when I learned the truth, it is very freeing. And it is also something that we can really practically take away from and make steps to ensure that motivation isn't a barrier because it shouldn't be a barrier to achieving your health and fitness goals as there are plenty of things you can do. So firstly, the truth, the truth about motivation. You cannot rely on it. However motivated you are, you cannot rely on it. It is not consistent. It naturally goes up and down 
And to think that you'll suddenly just wake up and be super motivated is just not the truth. It's just not going to happen. Even everybody, even Olympic athletes don't wake up and just go, right, come on, let's go. Sometimes they may do, they probably do quite a lot of the time, maybe more than the average person, but it certainly isn't every single day. And as soon as we realize that, and as soon as we accept that, that our motivation levels are going to naturally go up and down, this is very freeing because you're like, ah, okay, this is going to happen. Some days I'm going to wake up and be like, cool, let's go to the gym. Other days I'm going to wake up and go, you know what? I really don't want to. You're not trying to fight a losing battle. So there are plenty ways to get around this. But firstly, I want you to understand that those people who always say that maybe they say, or maybe they seem like they're fully motivated all of the time. I just simply do not believe that that is the case. And I'm pretty much sure that if you ask them, they'd be like, no, actually, I really didn't want to do my workout this morning, but you know, I did it anyway. And that's what we'll get into is how we create that. But it's just letting go of that motivation factor and relying on it, relying it to fuel you solely because it's not going to. Where it can be useful is where it's higher than usual. You're like, yeah, actually, come on, really need to do this. That's a good opportunity to set new goals, to push yourself a little bit further. It can be very useful then, but otherwise, just not something you want to rely on. Instead, what you need to do and what you need to focus on is building up healthy habits and habits that are going to get you towards your goal, closer to your goal, that do not rely on that motivation. So you're going to wake up and you say commit to going to the gym four times a week. You're going to do that regardless of you feel motivated or not. That's what you want to work towards is building those habits, your non-negotiables that make sure that you're going to show up no matter how you feel. Because if you go on how you feel, often we don't really want to do it. <laughs> and I'll be completely honest, I'm recording this. It's around lunchtime. I went to the gym this morning. I woke up and I was like, oh, I don't want to do it. I'm tired. I just had a weekend off. It was lovely. I've got a really busy day. I've got so much I need to do. And part of my brain was going, oh, but you could just skip it or you could just do this. You could just do that. And I didn't even let that go in. I was like, nope. I've planned for it. It's happening. I went, I did it. And I feel so much better for it. You always feel better 99.9% .9 of the time. You always feel better for doing it. And as long as that's happening, then you don't need to worry because if you build up those habits that make you do it, you're going to feel better afterwards. It's going to be easier to keep going. So definitely something to think about. But the way you get around this and the way you stop relying on it is being like, right, think of those days when it's hard. Think of those days where it's raining, your kids are driving you insane, you've got busy work meetings. How can you still show up? That's what you really want to think about. What can you do on those difficult days? And sometimes it is just scaling it back. And sometimes it is just thinking, hey, I can't do what I normally do today because it's too difficult and that being okay. But it's not relying on suddenly just feeling like it, feeling like, right, today's going to be the day you need to do it. Because quite honestly, it isn't going to happen. So you need to look at other ways and other strategic things that is going to work for you. And this is why with our clients and what we do within Zoe Rose Fitness is to really 
think about building our clients healthy habits and these are things about having a really strong morning routine a really strong workout routine nutrition habits as well as well as daily movement and stress management because what this does if we've built in little habits throughout the day that happen automatically think about things that you do like brush your teeth, for example, that happens automatically without you thinking. If we can do that with other habits that you don't need to think about, it's going to be honestly so much easier. And I rarely have to think too much about going to the gym. It just happens. It's just like, okay, I wake up, my workout clothes are on. I know that at X time I'm going to leave to go to the gym. It stops that resistance, that mind battle of going, oh, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. But these are also habits that I have built up over years and years and years, it does take a long time to build up. So you do need to be patient with yourself. But if you focus on what you can do and what is going to be realistic for you to do healthy habit wise, rather than motivation, then you're going to be in it for the long term. It's going to be so much easier, so much easier. I'll give you a few examples to help make it clearer for you. So if, for example, an important thing that you need to do to reach your health and fitness goals, whatever they may be, is you need to add more movement into your day. The majority of us, myself included, spend too much of our time sitting and we need to do something about that. You've decided that actually the perfect time for you is a morning walk, a walk before you settle down, have your coffee and get into work. Because by the time you get into work, lunchtime can be a bit chaotic. Sometimes there's meetings, sometimes there's other things. It's less likely to happen. So morning's the time for you. The first few weeks, you're going to have to be really intentional about it. You're going to have to be like, right, it's morning. We're going. We're going rain or shine, get your waterproofs on, let's go and have that walk. And you set your alarm maybe half an hour earlier so you can get out, have a fresh air, do something for yourself before you get to work. This is a habit that you're going to build into. So a couple of weeks later, doesn't matter about motivation. You're going to do it. It's what you do. It's what you do. It makes you feel better before you sit down at work. You know it makes you feel better. You've lived and breathed that for the past few weeks. It's so much easier for you to do. So this is an example and you can apply that to lots of different areas. Even if you think about having a healthy snack, say in the afternoon, you always crave something sweet. Normally you go for a chocolate bar, nothing wrong with chocolate, by the way, chocolate is amazing, but you know, you feel sluggish and you don't feel good that afternoon changing that to being like, right, I'm going to have some fruit and maybe some yogurt because that's got protein in, that's going to keep me going. It makes me feel better after I've eaten it. Once you have that proof and once you've eaten it a couple of times and you're like, ah, yes, it does make me feel a bit better, then it starts to get easier. But obviously you've got to build that habit first. And what I could do is talk in future episodes more about habit building and how to do this, because again, it does rely on some form of motivation because you've got to want to do it. You can't have absolutely zero of us. We'd never do anything in life, but it comes down to more the strategic planning and planning those healthy habit building for you so you can build them into your routine. So just to recap on this, the truth about motivation, the truth is that it will naturally go up and down and there is not a lot you can do about it. So stop relying on it. Stop making it be the reason you didn't go to the gym and 
Instead, focus on the healthy habits that you can build that's going to help get you to the gym. Is that putting on your workout clothes in the morning? Is that leaving your trainers by the door? Is that booking in that session? That is the truth. And that's what I want you to to have a think about. The next thing I want to talk about is three ways that you can remotivate yourself or give yourself that push if you are struggling. So if you have a health and fitness goal in mind and you're thinking, I really, really want to do this, something needs to change, something needs to happen, help me. How do I get there? I'm going to go through three of my biggest tips to allow you to get started, to give you that, give you that push to get there. So the absolute number one thing to do is make a plan. So if you're sitting there right now, you've got some goals in mind. Even if you don't have some goals in mind, I'd recommend thinking about some. I want you to strategically think about what you are going to do to get there. So what are your goals? Is it that you want to improve your strength and your fitness and you want to feel better? Okay, that's great. How exactly are you going to do this? Does that involve going to the gym three times a week, going for a walk, going for X, Y, and Z? What does that look like? Make it crystal clear with yourself what you need to do, because once you can break up, these can form your healthy habits so you can tick them off as you go. Myself and my team often do a lot of challenges with our clients and they have, for example, a September challenge and September challenge could be doing 11 strength training sessions followed by three outdoor longer walks followed by maybe something to do with nutrition as well get your five in a day every day and we tick them off as we go this is something that is a really good way to make a plan think about what it is you're going to do when you're going to do it and also what happens if it doesn't go to plan because that is life and life does not always go to plan and we need to be okay with that because if at every single stumble, every single failure, every single time you didn't do what you planned to do, you just give up. We're going to go right back to square one. So I always have a little bit of space in my diary where normally myself, I like to get my workouts, the bulk of them in, in the start of the week. So if anything doesn't quite go to plan, I've got the rest of the week where I know I've got a little bit more time at the weekends. I prefer to take uh, time off at the weekends. I prefer myself not to work out as much during them, but sometimes it has to happen because things haven't gone to plan the week. I know the previous week I was actually unwell and I couldn't do my workouts as planned and I could move them to later in the week. So that's something also to think about. So it's sitting there, sitting with your diary, sitting with your goals. How can I do this? How can we make it work? And even doing that and doing that task, it always makes me think I've got like a fire in my belly. I'm ready to do this. I'm ready to show up for it. I feel excited. I feel more excited about doing it because it's there in front. If we just leave it to ourselves and our minds, it's definitely a lot harder. So that's number one, to make a plan. Number two is focus on what you can do right now. And by right now, I mean right the second, right today, right in the next five minutes. What are the small micro choices, we'll call them, that you can make that's going to get you focused to your goal? What we tend to do, and I think it's human nature, is we can live a lot in the future. So it's like next week, next month, we'll do this and you'll plan, 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 plan. And that is all great. But 
what we do right now is really important. And there is always a choice. There is always a choice. It's what you're going to have for your lunch, what you're going to have for your next snack. That is a choice that you have to make. What can you do with those choices that's going to feel doable for you, that's going to help you get closer to your goal? A movement choice, for example, could be to take the stairs, to choose to walk instead of to drive. Potentially, it could be to eat some more fruit, maybe drink some more water. Even here, if you're listening to this podcast and you're feeling a bit dehydrated, or even if you're not, just have a sip of water, have a drink of water, because that's something that we don't actually drink enough water, the majority of us. So take that sip of water, have a drink, do the small things that you need to do that are going to help you move closer to your goals. It could even be blocking out in a calendar so you can get to that class you want to. Little things, little choices, we all have to make them every second. And it's thinking about what I can do right now. I promise you, if you do a couple of them, whether it's some water, maybe you choose to get up and have a little wander around a little stretch of the legs instead of being sitting and you get a nice healthy snack. Doing these three simple things is going to be like, ah, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing what I need to do. It gives you that little, that little spark being like, okay, this is doable. This is doable. It's a little reminder that, yeah, I can do this. I've got this. So that can really help with getting you to feel that bit more excited about what it is you can do. And also building up the trust with yourself that if you say you're going to do something, you are going to do it. So my second tip is to focus on what you can do right now. The third and final tip I have for you is to get some form of accountability. Who are you accountable for? Now, this could either be yourself or it can maybe be a friend, a family member. Sometimes these relationships can be difficult. I talk a lot to my clients about this. I know, for example, with my husband, it doesn't work. If I say, make sure that I do this, it's just not the right relationship to do that. And that's why I think coaching is actually such a powerful tool because I know a lot of our clients are really grateful that we keep them so accountable. And it's someone that's separate, someone that's another form that can come in and do that. You can do that by booking in a class by physically booking in a class at the gym, an online class as well. Even if you've booked it, there's a resistance there that if you can't do it, you're going to have to cancel. The instructor's going to be waiting for you. It's a thing to help build up accountability. These are things that you can think of. And maybe you've got some friends as well who you want to get together and you want to help motivate each other to move more, to work towards your goals. That can be something that can be really empowering to do because when one of you is maybe feeling a little bit low, there's someone there to hopefully perk you up. I would say choose those relationships wisely. Some of them work, some of them don't work, but it's making sure that you can build them up in a way that is really going to work well for you. If you want to keep yourself accountable, if you're not a fan of maybe getting someone else involved, which is totally fine, by the way, something that can be really beneficial is getting a bit of a reward system for yourself. I know what I do if there's something that I don't particularly want to do, even though I know I should and it's going to make me feel better. Let me use my stretch routine, for example. I've got stretch goals that I'm working towards at the moment. I'd love to be able to get my splits fully back. I had them years ago. I'd quite like them back. And even better, that's the goal. But often... I'm like, oh, there's other things, there's work, there's this, there's that. I don't really want to do it. I just want to relax. And I know it's sure it's only going to take a few minutes. So what I do is like, right, Zoe, if you spend 10 minutes stretching, 
what you can do afterwards is go and do something really nice, go pop Netflix on and sit down with a cup of tea and enjoy it. So it's almost having a something you don't really want to do, but it's going to make you feel better with a, a afterwards. This is what you want to do. I know for some clients that we've worked with, even things like star charts can work really well, tick sheets, and even things of saying, right, when I have done all my workouts that I have set up to, I'm going to get myself the new trainers that I've been really, really wanting or the new leggings I've been really wanting that can work really well and can be a really powerful tool to have. So just to recap these three ways to Remotivate. I don't know, maybe if that's not the right word, as we know, motivation comes up and goes, but what it does is it gives it that spark and going, I can do this. Let's do this. Come on, let's go. Let's recap them. So the first one is to make a plan, make a plan, think about what my goals are, how is it going to happen? And when is it going to happen? What does that look like? The second thing is focus on what you can do right now. What are those micro choices? What are the choices that you have to make in the next 10, 15 minutes? And how can you make them healthier? How can you make them better? How can you make them suit you more? And finally, get yourself some form of accountability, whether that be with yourself, whether that be with somebody else, that's something that can be so powerful. So to wrap this podcast up, motivation will come and go you do not want to rely on it you do not need to rely on it there are so many other things that you can do focus on them focus on building up your healthy habits so even if you wake up going oh I don't really want to do it today you can still show up for yourself you can still do it because you know you love it it makes you feel better Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Dear Future Self podcast. I will be back next week with a brand new episode.